So, uh, this is the second in our series of Free to Be. As Chris explained uh, last week, freedom involves both being freed from something, but also being freed to something. And today's sermon is free to be happy in a culture of cynicism. How can we be happy when there's so much negativity around? I think that's been said in Megan and Harry's kitchen. How can we be happy when there's so much negativity around? Perhaps they said that to each other on their holiday in Canada. And it doesn't matter who you are, how privileged you are, we all face pressures. Pressures that we never expected and inevitably, inevitably there are external pressures and there are internal pressures that will affect our happiness. What is happiness? Oops. Happiness is, according to the, def, uh, the dictionary, is a state of well-being or contentment. C.H. Spurgeon, whose ashes are up there, <laughs> though we've never checked, because they're on my mantelpiece, he said, is not how much we have, but how much we enjoy that makes happiness. It's not how much we have, but how much we enjoy that makes happiness. Happiness will mean different things to different people. Happiness seems to be very elusive, like a slippery fish. We think we've got it, and then it slips out of our hands and gets away from us. And for most people, happiness is their primary goal in life. What is your primary goal in life? For the Christian, our primary goal in life is to glorify Jesus, our King. Happiness is a byproduct. It's not the goal. And this morning, I want to, uh, you to get some, everyone of us, to get some practical encouragement uh, from what I say, but also to have the opportunity to look afresh at our lives. Let's pray. We open our hands, we open our hearts, we open our minds to you, Holy Spirit. Come and speak to us and meet with us now as we uh, ponder on uh, this topic in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> the doctor went up to the patient and he says, I've got some good news for you and I've got some bad news for you. Which do you want to hear first? And the patient just sort of said, well, give us the good news. And the doctor looked him straight in the eye and he said, you've got 24 hours to live. And the the patient, is, his jaw dropped on the floor. He says, you mean, that's the good news. I've got 24 hours to live. What's the bad news? And the doctor looked him in the eye and he said, 
I should have told you yesterday. <laughs> and today we are going to talk about good news, we're going to talk about bad news, and we're going to talk about great news. You've heard that before, you should have laughed. <laughs> We're going to talk about good news, bad news, and great news. But let's start with the bad news. The bad news, um, let's start with this. This is Yale University in the States, which is akin to our Oxford and Cambridge. It's not, but they think it is. <laughs> and uh, Laurie's, Professor Laurie Santos is a professor of psychology there, renowned professor, and she did some work among her students. And uh, remember, we're talking about the elite. We're talking about the most privileged, the, the high achievers, the people who are going to take all the big positions uh, in the future in business and politics and lots of other things. And instead of finding uh, uh, that her students were living the dream, uh, as she began to look at this uh, research that she did, she found that it, they weren't like in the coloured prospectuses all looking great and wonderful. It wasn't like that at all. Because she was hearing comments like this. I feel overwhelmed. I can't get the most of my time, uh, most of my time at Yelp because of the stress. I can't even talk about being unhappy because I'm expected to be living the dream. She found that 40% of her students reported that they feel hopeless much of the time. A third of the students are so depressed that they find it difficult to function. 60% said they had overwhelming anxiety. More than 50% said that they were very lonely a lot of the time, similar to the stats that Chris gave us last week. And 80%, a whopping 80%, feel that they are overwhelmed by all they have to do. And this may be at the elite, the most privileged, the pinnacle. You think, I want my kids to go to Yale. After that, you don't. <laughs> you want them to go to West Bromwich Polytechnic, I think, uh, after that. It's much happier there, isn't it? Um, so... Let's be honest, that is probably reflected in our society and to some extent among us here at City Hope. Some of the pressures that people feel. So having cheered you up with that, let's have some proper good news. Professor Laurie Santos sort of found out all this uh, information and the extent of the problem has decided to do something about it. As an expert psychologist, she created a brand new course. It was a happiness course. It was actually called Psychology and the Good Life. And you look at all this stuff online. It's gone viral. Uh, it became so popular that 1,200 students attended this course, more than any other course in the whole of Yale history. In fact, that was just a quarter of the student population. And she drew on two strands of psychology. First was positive psychology, which is basically talking, uh, where they've um, found out uh, the secrets of happy people. 
what do they do differently? What do they do better than the norm? And then she also drew on the science of behavioral change. And that is, how do we form new habits? How do we really make significant changes of behavior? And she had 10 big insights I want to run through very quickly with you. Remember, all these are research-based. So the first point is that we can actually improve. Your happiness is not dependent upon your genetic makeup. You can control your level of happiness more than you think. Your genetic makeup, I'm a, a cup-half-full character, I'm a cup-half-empty character, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, 50 percent of your happiness is related to personality type, but 50% isn't. So we can do something about it. Number two, um, your life circumstances don't matter as much as you think. There's a study of lottery winners, and they found lottery winners who, when they won the lottery, on that day, they are sky high. Wind the clock forward six months, and actually, their happiness reverts to where they were originally. There's a spike, and it goes back to normal. Uh, and in fact, it's also true of people on the other side who've had a dreadful time, uh, who may have had a traumatic accident, even to the point of, say, losing limbs or loss of legs or whatever. Surprisingly, research shows, yes, when it happens, it's awful. But why in the clock six, uh, forward six months, and again, it reverts back to where the original level of happiness was, which was obviously happier. And in fact, it has been found for some of these people who've gone through these traumatic uh, incidents, find their levels of happiness go up because they begin to appreciate uh, life more. So life circumstances, according to Professor Santos, has a 10% impact on our bearing. And those who are nodding off at the minute, I am watching you. So, uh, you know who you are, because uh, this is really important, the things we've got to say today. So, um, yeah, um, one of the most inspirational people I've met is at the complete opposite of these Yale students. Um, Doris Allen was brought up in Bermondsey. Following the birth of her only son, Doris developed rheumatoid arthritis and had to use a wheelchair. For the final 50 years of her life, for the final 50 years of her life, she was completely dependent upon others to feed her and to care for her. But Doris inspired me and many other people because she was not confined by her life circumstances. Doris was, in fact, a brilliant mathematician. Doris used to say that her daily watchword was, count your blessings. And she could count. And she could count her blessings. And Doris's legacy, you are a recipient of Doris's legacy today here at City Hope. Doris has laid the foundations Doris was part of a ladies' group that used to meet for prayer every Monday, including Carrie, who was Sue Wood's mum, and they used to meet regularly when this church was a lot, lot, lot smaller. 
um, and uh, not as diverse. And she would pray that City Hope would thrive and would bring blessing to this community and to this city. We are a recipient of Doris Allen. Point three. We can change, but it's hard work. Uh, there's no miracle cure for happiness. Don't think we've got a miracle cure here, or no miracle cure for unhappiness. You need to build up daily habits. And even if it's building up small baby step habits, that's hard work. So don't think it comes easy. We can change, but it's hard work. Number four, our minds actually lie to us about what makes us happy. Our intuitions about what makes us happy are often wrong. For example, if you think, I'm going to chase a new job that's going to really raise, uh, bring my salary right up and make a significant difference, you can say, I'm going to forecast that my happiness levels are going to go up. And you know what? They don't. The research says it doesn't. And in fact, it's been found that people who seek material possessions, that that's their dominant driver in life, are in fact lower on the well-being score. Number five. We touched a little on this last week, but you need to make time for social connection. Making time to be with others is uh, will make you happier. So, hey, you're all turned up today. You know, we're rubbing shoulders with people. Your well-being score should be going up because you're here. Take the collection box around, Chris. <laughs> be northern. Where's Sue Ferret? Be northern. Say hello to people. Look at people in the eye. Shake their hand. Say hello. Practice that. Practice smiling at folk. Whenever I'm walking out with Jackie, we go for a walk. It just happens all the time. I'm walking along, and people start smiling at me. Yeah, because you've got that sense of belonging. Well, that, 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 that may be. But you know why they're smiling at me? You know why? Because Jackie's smiling at them. That's what she does. She smiles at them. They smile at me, and I think, yeah, hey. You know, most smiles are started by another smile. Practice smiling. Uh, I have to look at Jackie and she makes me smile. Have conversations on public transport. If you're proper Bermondsey like I am, when you get off the bus, when you get off the bus, you say, thank you, driver. Thank people. Six. Help others. Helping others actually makes us happier. In the research, there's one research project where they had a group and they gave $20 to everybody and they split the group into two. And they said to this group, you can just go and spend that $20 however you like. And they gave $20 to this other group and says, you cannot spend it on yourself. You've got to go and give it to somebody. Do something for somebody. Give somebody something. Your $20 has got to be given away. You know what? Uh, what they found was that even a week later after the event, the givers were four times happier on the scale than the other group who spent it on themselves. Helping others makes us happy. Be grateful and express it every day. Do you incubate your hassles or your blessings? What I mean by that is just sit on your hassles. Just sort of mull over them. 
think about them. Or do you sit on your blessings and think about them and enjoy them and bring them to life? They found that writing a letter of gratitude and especially reading it out to somebody else uh, had a, one of the biggest impacts on happiness on the happiness scales. If you want to be happier today, spend 15 minutes this afternoon writing a letter of thanks to somebody and send it to them. Or even better, go and give it to them. It will boost your mood. Number eight. Healthy practices matter more than we think. Exercise is really important. Half an hour of cardio exercise in the morning is the equivalent of the best antidepressant drug. And my personal goal is to be able to put my socks on without falling over. <laughs> and when I do it, it makes me feel happier. Healthy practices are important. Sleep's really important. Ask any young mum or dad. Sleep deprivation isn't great. How much sleep do you think American high school students have on average a night? Six? Five? No, it's four to five. The average, four to five hours. The average uh, sleep per night. Professor Santos believes that addressing this one issue alone would solve most of the mental health crises on campus. It's not rocket science. Nine, be in the present moment. That means taking to realize I'm here. I'm not somewhere else. I'm not thinking about something else. I'm in the moment. I'm here, present. I'm not worried about the past or the future. I'm just here. I'm here. Let me feel being here. Let me enjoy just sitting on the seat I'm sitting on. Thinking I've got the clothes, I've got the air to breathe. Just be aware of that. You know, when we're out, enjoy the ice cream or the coffee. Don't just do it while you're uh, on some device. Um, enjoy things. It's what Spurge said. C.H. Spurgeon, to those who don't know him. <laughs> the distraction of electronic devices is a chronic problem, according to my wife. <laughs> Be time affluent. Enjoy the time. Be time wealthy. Take time to read. Take time to look at things, look at art. Take time to go for a walk. Take time to smell the coffee or roses. Now, these are all really super ideas uh, and helpful and important. Um, and you can say, well, it's common wisdom. It's common sense. We don't always do common sense. They are all natural laws that God has put into place. If we ignore these laws... We suffer the consequences. If we follow them, it leads to happier living. But you know what? This is not the main point. This is good. And I hope this has been helpful, but it is not the main point. God's diagnosis 
of the human condition is completely different. He says we are shackled not just by our bad habits or even our bad behavior. We are shackled by the power of sin and death over which we have no control whatsoever. Not 40%, not 50%, no control whatsoever. We cannot help ourselves. We are powerless. Sin is spelt S-I-N. In the middle of sin is I. And that's what sin is about. It's about me being the center of the world. Our rebellion against our maker has cut us off from his blessing. Just as dark clouds cut us off from the sunshine. The Bible uses many graphical or graphic metaphors to describe the condition, this condition, including being imprisoned, being in chains, being shackled, and we don't often realize it. You know what? We need a savior. We need a rescuer. We need someone to come and break into the prison and to release us from the shackles. And so we move on to the best news because that's where God's big rescue plan kicks in. That's where Jesus comes in. We couldn't help ourselves, but he freed us. He has freed us from the law of sin and death and freed us to a life controlled by the Spirit of God. Let's read some words from Romans chapter 8. So now, there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. So that you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? You see, Professor Laurie Santos's Secret for Happiness is about us taking responsibility for our lives, ditching some bad habits, developing more positive habits, and rearranging our external circumstances in better ways. And that makes really good sense. But it's not the number one thing. You see, when I put my trust in Jesus, my very position and identity, my very position, identity, are changed forever. I am a child of God and I am part of God's family. This is not dictated by or related to my circumstances, my personality, or my worthiness. This is not dictated by or related to my circumstances, my personality, or my worthiness. I am made a brand new person by the living God. I am the recipient 
The one who freely receives, not who does, and the one who receives. The one who enjoys new privileges, new hope that cannot be taken from me. This eternal hope will never, ever change. Hallelujah. We sang earlier, and can it be that I should gain an interest in the Savior's blood? Died he for me? who caused his pain for me, who him to death pursued. Amazing love. How can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me? He left his father's throne above, so free, so infinite his grace, emptied of himself of all but love, and bled for Adam's helpless race. Tis mercy all, immense and free, Oh my God, it found out me. Long my imprisoned spirit lay, fast bound in sin and nature's night. Thine eye diffused a quickening ray. I woke, the dungeon flame with light, my chains fell off, my heart was free. I rose, went forth and followed thee. We have been unshackled. The chains have been broken by Jesus dying in our place on the cross. You are now free to live in the good of this. Let God speak to you again now uh, to your spirit as we read a few verses from Philippians. Always be full of joy in the Lord. Always be full of joy in the Lord. Again, I say it, I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Don't worry about anything, but instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. I've learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or everything. I've learned the secret of living. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Do you get the best news? Do you really get the best news? The best news in life is that we find ourselves, we come alive when we're in relationship with King Jesus. The secret of happiness, the state of well-being or contentment is not our primary goal in life. Our primary goal in life is to follow Jesus, to love him, to bring him glory. He is the center, not us. So seek him first. In Psalm 37 verse 4, it says, Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. 
Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What is the one thing you want to pray for now? Right now. That's in the moment. What is the one thing that you want to be praying for? Don't make it up. Just be real. Let's stand. We're not going to go around and ask. Let's stand. And we can each be able to do that. We're just going to have some time. Uh, what I find helpful is, is just so my mind isn't wandering off. I'm thinking, hey, I'm coming into God's presence. It just helps me. I put my hands out. Say, Lord, okay, I'm here. And uh, let's each, whatever that one thing is, come and uh, say, Lord, uh, I want to, uh, you to be my desire. Uh, I want to be uh, you to be the delight of my life. But I bring my desires to you. Can I just share what I've prayed? I've been praying for folk who think, that's not for me. Uh, that's not, my personality is not like that. My circumstances are like that. I'm not worthy. I just want to repeat, it doesn't matter upon your circumstances. It doesn't matter upon your personality. It doesn't matter upon your level of worthiness. We're all recipients. And we all have to be in receive mode with God. And we need to uh, let that happen. So, Lord, I just want to pray for folk today. By your spirit, Lord, not by my words, but by your spirit, please speak uh, and bring life. Uh, Lord, we thank you that Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it in all its fullness. You are a happy God who took great delight to create us. And, Lord, as you smile on us, we want to smile back to you.